Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon. It is still chilly, but uh, we could very well hit 70 degrees by the end of the week. I will absolutely positively take that. Today's the day I begin to explain to you what Heidi and I have been doing behind closed doors. No, stop that. No, we've been uh, playing around with the configurator. Uh, this is one of the tools over at PicturePerfectSheds.com. PicturePerfectSheds.com. Heidi has been so jealous of the plaque shack. I mean, she really has. So we're uh, we're in the process, by we, I mean her, of uh, figuring out uh, where she can have her space. And we're working with the team at Picture Perfect Sheds. Uh, so I'll start to explain that today. Jimmy Galliano joins the program today. And today will be the first of a bi-weekly regular appearance with jimmy jimmy as you know retired supervisory special agent from the fbi absolutely brilliant dude uh he's got a great piece coming out of the new york post tomorrow which is going to talk about the the anti-public safety agenda at work up in new york state where he uh, uh, rather where he lives i almost said believes he doesn't where he lives now here's the weird part If you want to know where we in our beloved Commonwealth of Virginia just might very well be headed, what you need to do is take a look at the nonsense that's going on in New York. The Democrats are firmly in control, as you know, of the House of Delegates. They only control the state Senate uh, with a one-seat margin, but you would never know that from the manner in which they are conducting themselves. It, it, it is reprehensible and sleazy and all of those those terms that people have thrown around. But today I want to give you two huge examples of just how much they love your money and despise you at the same time. First of all, there is a measure that has now been proposed that would have school districts Feed every child in school. Why? Well, I I, I don't know. There's no explanation about it. Uh, One of the uh, crazy uh, state senators who is uh, putting this bill forward says this is about making sure that every kid who goes to school gets fed. No questions asked. Well, why stop there? 
Why, why don't we just all pitch in and buy every kid who goes to school a brand new pair of sneakers? And some socks to wear under the sneakers. And don't forget clothing. Oh, and wh- why are we not just, well, uh, paying for haircuts? Wait, wait, what if a kid needs a haircut? Shouldn't we be paying for it? I don't know if uh, Senator Rome has children. I have no idea. But when you are a parent, there are certain things you undertake that are your responsibility. Not anyone else's. Do we want children going hungry? Of course not. But I am here to tell you that with the free and reduced lunch program, guess what? There are no children going hungry in our schools. This is nonsense unless you understand what's really being done here. And this is the Virginia Democrats showing you up close and personal what they are really all about. They are hardcore socialists. This is about making your children dependent on the Virginia Democrats. This is about the Virginia Democrats once again stepping in and saying, hey, we know better than you do how to raise your children. We know better than you do what your kids should eat. Heck, we know exactly what should be done for your children. Now, the senator who's the patron of this says, you know, there are wealthy counties like Loudoun that have schools that qualify for federal school lunch programs. Well, isn't that a good thing? I mean, it's not a good thing if, in fact, you're, you're in that situation where you don't have the money. But it's a great thing when you realize, oh, well, you now qualify. But, but you see, the senator, who is confused about whose responsibility this is, says, well, you know, many families fall just outside the eligibility limits. Huh. Well, how far outside and how far would we like to go? Because using the Virginia Democrats' logic, we'll just we'll do away with all the limits. So that, let's say, just for the sake of argument, you are a multimillionaire and your kids go to public school. Wouldn't you think to yourself, well, I should probably pay for my kids' lunch? Nope, not according to uh, the Virginia Democrats. No, that's, that's the obligation of everybody, including those who don't have anything, including those who perhaps qualify for the free and reduced lunch program but still pay taxes. So what this is is a tremendous building of dependency, and that's why they're doing this. The Virginia Democrats have glommed on to this idea that Democrats on a national stage have adopted, which is that you, as a parent, really have no role in raising your children, and that the best thing for your children is for them to be dependent on the government apparatchiks. This is wrong on every single solitary level, and will it pass? Well, again, I'm going to remind you. Virginia Democrats are in control, barely, of the state Senate, and a little more comfortably over in the House of Delegates. So, yeah, probably will come out of the General Assembly. And then Governor Yunkin is going to have to veto this. There's no, no doubt about that. But understand, this is, this is simply testing the waters.
This is the Virginia Democrats figuring out how far they can go, knowing full well that this backcrap craziness is going to be vetoed by a responsible, intelligent governor. But they're thinking ahead to the time when an irresponsible left-wing governor like Abigail Spamberger might be in the office. Because Abigail Spamberger, for all of her uh, commentary and briefing bullet points that she shares, she is a hardcore leftist. She is not moderate. She is not bipartisan. She is none of the things that she has tried to tell people that she is. She is a, a committed liar, and she is a hardcore leftist. So maybe we're just testing the waters here, but think for a second. Think for just a second if you did have someone as irresponsible and uber-left-wing as Abigail Spamberger in the governor's office. She would absolutely sign off on this. And then you, regular working person, you would get the opportunity to work more and pay more so that someone, perhaps the child of a multi-millionaire, would get free lunch at school because that's just the way it's going to be. And if you think it's only in the schools, well, wait a minute. The Virginia Democrats would like you to know just how much they love criminals. I'm going to give you the latest example of their commitment to the criminal class in just a moment. This may or may not pass. I don't know. It should, if it passes out of the General Assembly, be vetoed by Governor Yunkin. But once again, you're going to hear the details in a moment. But once again, I'm going to tell you, this is a test drive. This is the Virginia Democrats putting this nonsense out there and letting you know, straight up, that if they are able to put... Another crazy left-winger like Abigail Spamberger in that governor's office, this would become law. So I'm going to share that with you in just a moment. And I'm going to ask our friend Jimmy Galliano, retired supervisory special agent from the FBI, uh, to weigh in on this. All right? Uh, This is uh, a very, very, very uh, important matter. And it is a, a little clue into what they want to do here in Virginia. They are taking their lead from New York. Jimmy, as I mentioned to you, retired supervisory special agent, is going to be with us now every other Monday. And he's going to weigh in on a variety of issues, especially the, the anti-public safety agenda up there in New York State. And the reason it is important for us to be aware of it whether we are listening to Jimmy here regularly on this show or reading him regularly in the New York Post, is because these are the places, New York and California, where the Virginia Democrats are getting their inspiration and their talking points and their legislative ideas. In other words, a bat-crap-crazy New York law 
is coming our way. So Jimmy Galliano with us at 3.33. Looking forward to that. Quick reminder, you can always uh, touch base on the Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. It is 3.14, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Monday. I'm sorry. I, I was hoping against hope. Uh, yeah, hoping against hope that it was like, you know, Friday Eve or something. But it's not. It's, it's just Monday. But we'll get through the week because today's the coldest day. Did Matt Denardo tell us that? I think he did. Matt's a Matt's a great guy. Uh, but, but we're looking at temperatures that could be right around 70 degrees by the end of the week. So that uh, that should uh, warm us all up, put a, put a nice little smile on our faces. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How can Virginia Democrats demonstrate to you that they care more about criminals than they do you? Well, they came up with an idea. A little something called the Senate Rehabilitation and Social Services Committee has approved a bill to require all state prisons, those overseen by the Department of Corrections, to give free phone calls and free video calls to all state prisoners. Where do I get signed up for that? Because when I look at my bills, I have to pay for my telephone calls. I have to pay if I want to do some sort of a video call, right? I mean, you can get Zoom. I get it. Zoom is limited in terms of the amount of time you can use for free. And if you you want to use it more than that, you got to pay. Phone calls, so far as I can tell, are never free. 
it might be a minimal amount of money, but guess what? You've still got to pay for it. So why should the prisoners not have to pay for it? Why should those convicted of committing crimes against the people of our beloved Commonwealth have those very same victims now step up to pay extra money so that the convicted criminals get free phone calls and free videos? Tell me why. Well, uh, listen, there's uh, a guy quoted here. It's uh, 8 News, ABC 8. Uh, Sean Winetta is with the ACLU of Virginia, and apparently Sean spent 16 years in prison. He said getting the chance to speak with family was a tension reliever. Well, get in line, dude. All of us enjoy speaking with our family, but all the rest of us have to pay the phone bill. Oh, Sean Winetta, 16-year convict, goes on to say, I can't overemphasize the value of being able to have that brief 15 to 20 minutes of respite. Hey, dude, when do I get signed up for my 15 or 20 minutes of respite? Because unless I missed something, I have full-time responsibilities as a father, as a husband, as an employee, as a small business guy. Do I get you to pay for 15 to 20 minutes of my respite? Oh, wait a minute. I can't overemphasize the value of being able to have that brief 15 to 20 minutes of respite of talking to someone that you know cares about you and wants the best for you (laughs) and loves you. Uh, My response would be, who gives a crap? Stop bugging me about this nonsense. You want to make a phone call? Make a phone call. Pay for the phone call. You want to have a video chat? Make a video chat. Pay for the video chat. Uh, Jeff, I, I'm locked up. I spent 16 years in prison. By the way, Sean, what'd you do? They got you 16 years in prison. I'm just curious to know. Senator uh, Jennifer Boisco, communist of Fairfax, is the one who put this forward. She said, many valuable conversations prisoners can have with loved ones, such as those about preparing for release or or getting a job afterwards, cannot be done in five-minute increments. To which I reply, not my problem. You don't want to go to prison for 16 years? Don't commit a crime that's going to send you to prison for 16 years. You're finding it inconvenient to be in prison because, well, you can't get to use the phone and have your 15 to 20 minutes of respite. Once again, don't commit a crime that sends you to prison for 16 years that inconveniences you. Not my problem, as the, the esteemed Judge Judy might say. A child needs that connection with their parents, the senator says. Really? Sounds to me like a lot of these parents failed in the first place. Maybe the last thing that kid needs is actually a connection to their parents. They need to know they're loved and cared for, do they? And being able to provide that resource so that they're not spending hundreds of dollars each month when resources are tight. That's good for children. Well, I got news for you, Madam Senator. 
I, too, spend hundreds of dollars each and every month for the privilege of having telephonic communication with people I care about, and I don't see you getting in line to pay my Verizon bill. If you would like to, then fantastic, we'll make a deal. If not, shut up and sit down. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Thirty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Monday afternoon, and you you heard that the uh, the markets could very well be setting uh, new records today. Carl Carlson will be with us from Carlson Financial in uh, just an hour to talk about that. Now, give you some uh, some ideas of what the Virginia Democrats are all about, including this idea that. Uh, all state prisoners would get free phone calls and free video conferencing and, uh, ye- well, free. There's no such thing as free. You and I would pay the bills for it. Oh, and yes, you would continue to pay your own bills uh, because that's that's just the way it is. And if you, you think that is crazy, how about new anti-public safety measures up in New York? And the reason that I have to force you to look northward is because a lot of the crazy ideas we get here in Virginia originate in New York. And thank God uh, we've got somebody on the ground in New York, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Jimmy Galliano, who can kind of give us the lay of the land. And I'm, I'm always happy to welcome Jimmy to the program. Jimmy, thank you for being here, sir. Jeffrey, good to join you. I am uh, joining you from the mayor's plaque shack. I know you're in your central Virginia plaque shack. And uh, from one plaque shack to the other... Um, I'm looking forward to the conversation today, brother. Oh, man, I, I, I'm looking forward to the conversation, but I am a little bit fearful. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard. We've got uh, this idea to make uh, prisoners the, uh, well, just to make their life a little bit easier, because it's really tough, apparently, doing time, and, and you need free phone calls and free video and stuff like that. Uh, you in New York, you are you are years ahead of us in attacking public safety, and You've got this new thing out there. It's in New York City, if I understand it correctly, Jimmy, about uh, is it stop and frisk, stop, question and frisk, or is it just stop and chat? Well, what is going on with this new idea? So, so Jeff, and you and I have talked about broken windows policing over the years, and we've talked about stop, question, and frisk. And these were policing methodologies that the Bill Brattons and the Ray Kellys, the, the lionized and, and heralded NYPD commissioners back in the 90s and early 2000s and 2010s um, used to contribute to making New York City the safest big city in the nation. Look, the NYPD is the largest police force in our country. And you're right, a lot of the things that happen in New York, um, smaller municipalities, including the one that you know I'm, I'm the mayor for in upstate New York um, and down in Virginia, follow their lead. But unfortunately, now in the People's Republic of New York, um, we have a supermajority, a Democratic supermajority in Albany, which is the seat of our government in New York. And they own the governor's office. They own the assembly. They own the, the, the state Senate. And some of the decisions they're making are insane. And this includes the one that you're talking about, which is a brand new act called the How Many Stops Act. And what the city council, again, another Democrat supermajority in the city of New York, a city of 8.4 million people have just passed, is this notion that any police interaction, Jeff, 
beyond saying, hello, ma'am, how are you? Any police interaction requires a lengthy form filled out where you have to identify the race, the sex, the ethnicity, the religious persuasion, on and on and on. It's pages and pages of paperwork, and it's designed to make New York City cops not want to do the job. Does it make our communities safer, especially our communities in depressed areas or areas that are, you know, historically crime-ridden, like Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, um, Washington Heights in Manhattan. No, Jeff, it doesn't. But this is what the city council has just approved. Mayor Adams, who I've been a vocal critic of, a former NYPD cop, and I'm, I'm not generally a fan of his, but he did take the um, what I thought was the different tact, and he has attempted to veto this. But he's got to it's 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 a it's a decision by the council that would require at least two or three more votes on the Democrat side to flip. And Jeff, nobody thinks it's going to happen. We wonder why the NYPD is facing an exodus of officers. They're leaving recruitment and retention are problems. And this is what's going on. So in the city of New York, then you're you're telling the the handful of cops that are left, uh, if you're going to question anybody make it clear to me when you say chat with uh if you turn to somebody and say i don't know just uh there, there's a crime that's been committed you say hey you uh did you see anything does that now become something i gotta write, write a report on jeff you just and, and and you've been a cop before so you understand how this goes um this goes beyond stop question and frisk which the supreme court upheld in terry v ohio which is legitimate and lawful but of course in the city of new york the city council and a string of recent democrat mayors have decided you cannot do that anymore yet what this requires is anytime you interview anyone not an investigative detention that is different an investigative detention is where i come up to you and say i think you might be a witness to a crime or might have perpetrated a crime, I'm going to stop you for a second. You are being detained. You are now in police custody because I'm restricting your freedoms. Now, it may be a 20-second detention, but that is a restriction of freedom. And obviously, our Constitution protects against that. There has to be a reason to do that, but it is legal and lawful. So this relates to being a witness to something. Now, let me give you a quick example. There's a shooting at... 2.30 a.m. in a housing project. At 3 o'clock, police descend upon that housing project where there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of individual apartments. The cops do what we call what? A knock and talk, right? They do a neighborhood canvas. They knock on doors. Mrs. McGillicuddy, what did you see or hear? Mrs. McGillicuddy says, I don't know. I was sleeping. I heard nothing. I now have to fill out a voluminous report. What is your race? What is your gender? What is your sexual persuasion? Um, And I'm being facetious. What is your, you know, who do you worship? All these kind of things. But it is a lengthy report, even if Mrs. McGillicuddy says I saw nothing. This is the way that the city council wants to prove that cops are acting in a racially motivated way. So you're in an area, let's just say it's Brownsville, Brooklyn, which is, you know, predominantly uh, made up of people of color. So the victims and Jeff, the the victims and the perpetrators are all going to be people of color. Anytime you stop somebody and ask them a question, you have to file a report. It's utter insanity, Jeff.
All right. Well, let me, uh, for the record, state this, Jimmy. There are very few things that cops hate more than paperwork and filing reports, unless they are frivolous reports. So this just says to me, you're sending a message to those handful of cops that are left in the city. Hey, don't bother doing anything. Just be you know, somebody got hurt. Well, it stinks to be you. And I I, got to get on my way because if I talk to 50 people, I'm going to be off the street for the next eight hours. So wait a minute, Jeff, what you're saying is this makes us less safe, right? Uh, So that's what the counter assertion, sir. Yes, that is what the counter argument to this is. And that is you're making us less safe because cops are not going to want to go through this. They're not going to want to be proactive in doing their duties. And it's why right now the NYPD and many police departments across the country, including in the great state of Virginia, are facing recruitment and retention problems. Jeff, that's what the issue is. But these are all part of the reforms. And I say reforms sarcastically in quotation marks, right? So we talk about parole reform. In New York State since 2017, when Governor Andrew Cuomo decided that our parole system was broken, we've released Jeff, take a step back when I hit you with this number. 37 cop killers since 2017. Let that simmer for a second and resonate. Since 2017, 37 cop killers. Jeff, you were instrumental in pushing back on Governor Northam and I believe the attempt to to release Vincent Lamont Martin, who was a guy that in 1979 had shot a police officer. I I believe that the man's name was Michael Connors, was a 23-year-old kid, and and he was shot four times in the head and and essentially executed. Um, You were instrumental instrumental in pushing back on that. In New York, that's considered parole reform. Bail reform, which says that we no longer in New York can allow a judge to determine the dangerousness of somebody who's before him. He has to release people, whether they're recidivists, they've had 1,000 incidents where they've shoplifted or looted or, or fought police, they have to be released. And now in this instance, this is another way the city council has determined that they can hold a cops accountable, Jeff. And again, I say accountable with quotation marks around it. This is what we're doing up here. I hate to say that uh, other states in this grand union of 50 states follow New York's lead, but this is what we're dealing in the great state of New York. It, it's absolutely crazy. Now, you you talk about 37 cop killers. There was a kid, again, I mean, we you and I are at an age where we look at 20-something-year-old guys and go, yeah, that's a kid. Eddie Byrne was, what, 30 yeah. days on the job when he was, yeah. he was executed. He was slaughtered. Yeah, he was 23 years old, too. And, Jeff, thanks for bringing that up. That means a lot that you remember that because I served in the FBI. My first partner in the FBI was Steve Byrne. It was his younger brother, Eddie, who in 1988 was executed again, sitting in a patrol car, protecting a witness to a, to a drug crime where somebody had been gunned down and killed, and the witness had been threatened in, in, in Jamaica, Queens, and Eddie was sitting out in his patrol car, brand new rookie cop, so he obviously had the overnight shift, and what happened was the drug dealers decided they were going to send a message to the cops that this is our turf, and they went and executed him. Well, about six months ago, they just released the, released the getaway driver. So he, he was convicted of being a cop killer. Um, and he, 
he's getting released. He's already been released. And now the actual shooter himself, Todd Scott, is up for release as well. And so obviously in New York City, the NYPD and and law enforcement and most sane people are Mm -hmm. up in arms. But Jeff, it's going to be the same thing with with Governor Northam and the the Vincent Lamont Martin release. Um, It's going to happen. And that's because parole reform in quotation marks is the the order of the day and look i'm going to leave you with this jeff um i think it was thomas jefferson says the government that you uh, that you have is the one that you deserve because you elected them and that's what we're doing in new york state we're electing people that are driving up crime in new york city driving up crime around new york state and we keep wondering why we're doing the same things and it's getting worse and we can't figure out how to fix it when if you go back and look at the 1990s and the early 2000s, we had a solution, but Jeff, we ran away from it. It's absolute insanity, Jimmy. Hey, listen, I uh, I want you to take a couple of seconds here. Number one, I want to thank you for for being willing to uh, to come on every other week, give us this uh, great perspective and. Uh, I want to remind everybody you've got a piece in the New York Post tomorrow. Of course, we'll link to that on all of our social media platforms. But I also want, if you don't mind, to take 60 seconds or so, remind everybody about the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund. And and frankly, in this day and age, why, why my sense is it's more important than it's ever been. Jeff, thanks for that. The, the The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund is a is an organization that I sit on the board of directors for, and um, you can you can reach it by going to policedefense.org. That's policedefense.org, and what it does is it's an organization that supports unjustly accused police officers or law enforcement agents. So it could be anybody at the federal, state, or local level that is unjustly accused of a crime. And, you know, if an officer gets accused of something and everybody looks at it and says, oh my gosh, this is insane, um, they get suspended, they get fired, they're left to kind of fend for themselves in order to pay for the, you know, the high litigation costs, but also they've lost their job. And many of these young kids, and they are young kids, they're the primary breadwinners and so what the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund seeks to do is just keep them whole while they're fighting it. Now, we don't take every case, but your listeners can go to policedefense.org. If they want to make a donation, they can check out the LELDF. They can see the kind of organization that we are. The vast majority of the money goes directly to help these folks. And, Jeff, you even have the opportunity to go on there and pick the particular case that really resonates with you or strikes a chord with you. So thanks again, Jeff. You always give me an opportunity opportunity to promote that. It's something that I feel like is some of the most important work I do, just having a small, small, small part of, you know, sitting on the board that determines which cases we take. We love you, man, and we love the work that you're doing. And again, I am so grateful to you for everything that you do, including your willingness to join us now every other uh, Monday afternoon to take a look at uh, law enforcement and public safety and, and how it's all playing out. Jimmy, thank you, my friend. Uh, we will uh, talk again in uh, in about two weeks. That is Jimmy Galliano, retired supervisory special agent from the FBI. Jimmy is now going to be with us every other Monday afternoon. He'll be diving into the public safety issues, talking about the uh, the dangerous nature that's, frankly, being created by leftists. Those are my words, but you take a look at these Democrat uh, Party supermajorities up in New York and out in California, the legislation they keep cranking out is all pro-criminal and anti-law-abiding citizen. 
Guess what? That's what they're trying to do here. It is dangerous. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WR. 351, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Monday afternoon. Boy, we got a lot that we are dealing with. Uh, looking like the market might actually be on track to, to set a record. Well, that's good, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, seriously, I have no idea. Uh, Carl Carlson, though, he knows. Oh, yeah, he absolutely knows, and he's going to be with us at uh, 433. You know that uh, Carl and uh, his team at Carlson Financial are actually uh, my financial advisors. Heidi and I trust them, and not just mine, I mean Heidi's as well. And, you know, when you think about a big picture, they're the financial advisors, financial planners for, for me, for Heidi, for both of the boys, and for Julia. So... A lot of people depending on them, and uh, I have found, I have found that uh, we can absolutely trust them. I want you to take a listen. We've got, uh, let me see here, just enough time, I believe, for uh, Governor Ron DeSantis from Florida, who is no longer running for president, cut number five. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can, in fact, succeed again as a nation. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. Good. Good. I love Ron DeSantis, and I know from the looks of it, I might have been the only one, but that's okay. Ron DeSantis is in a just a, an absolutely tremendous governor in Florida. I think he will be a tremendous player on that national stage at some point, but now is not the time. That's all. He endorses former President Trump. Most of us at this point, uh, even for those people, say, well, I kind of like Tim Scott or I, Vivek Ramaswamy. I mean, there were other people running, as I recall. Um, yeah, get on board. Let's let's figure out uh, what we have to do to make sure that Joe Biden is his gang of grifters is not returned to the White House. 
By the way, Nikki Haley, absolutely that whole corporatist that uh, Ron DeSantis described her as. Yeah, I think so. 356, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Four Jeff Gads News Radio WRBA Monday afternoon. So very much that we are dealing with. Carl Carlson will be with us just about a half hour from now. Carlson Financial, uh, you're you're here in the news. The markets uh, apparently are on track to set some new record. I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but uh, Carl will certainly explain all of that to us. And uh, speaking of uh, funds, money. Capital. Uh, my friend uh, Carl Leonard, the sheriff of Chesterfield County, is on track to raise $10,000 for Special Olympics. And you know the way this works, right? Uh, Carl said if he raises $10,000 for Special Olympics, he will be getting the Special Olympics logo tattooed on himself on a, on a Facebook live cast. And he's going to be doing it from Journey's End Tattoo Studio out in Powhatan. Well, Carl is only a couple hundred dollars away from that $10,000 mark. So Carl really, really, really has to start figuring out where that logo is going to go. And I, 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 got, uh, I, I was checking his, his fundraising page today, and I noticed that somebody had donated a bunch of money and said, Oh, this is so great. I am so proud of you, Carl. It's just wonderful that you and Chief Katz have gone in on this. And, I, well, you know as well as I do, that's not the Jeff Katz who agreed to do this. And I don't think I can, like, pull a mulligan and pull in a ringer, you know. I said that if, if Carl's able to raise $15,000, I am going to join him at Journey's End Tattoo Studio out there in Powhatan, and I will get the Special Olympics logo tattooed somewhere on me. What did Rush used to say? Uh, some square inch of that beautiful body of his. Uh, but I will. If he gets to fifteen grand, i am going out there, and uh, I think uh, the other Jeff Katz, you know, the one who actually, uh, you know, grew up, got a real job, uh, protected, served, you know, is, is a real leader. Chief Jeff Katz down there in Chesterfield. He'll, he'll still be safe. But if we get to fifteen grand for Special Olympics, then uh, I am joining Carl and getting that. And speaking of great people, every once in a while, I just have to do this. And I know it's, it's kind of become a little bit of a theme during this uh, 4 o'clock hour, because with, with Heidi's uh, shoulder replacement, for the last five weeks or so, I've had the, uh, the full Julia duty, and that includes getting her on and off the school bus, because Heidi can't. She, she just can't. So every day, I get to see one of Julia's friends. And every day, he's got, he's got a great smile, and he says, Hi, Julia's dad. Hi, Julia. Have a great day, Julia's dad. And Getting her off the bus. I always say to him, he says to me, You know, have a, have a, have a great night, Julia's dad. And I'll say, Julia's friend, you have a great night as well. Well, I got an even extra little dose of happiness just a moment ago. Not just that great experience, but... My friend, Dr. Sarah Cran-Cement from Friendship Circle, she's the executive director over there, she says, Jeff, uh, I just spoke with one of your loyal listeners, uh, Bill, who was donating to Friendship Circle again this year, 
And I told him I would let him know that it's all because of you. And he's listening to you right now. Well, Bill, thank you. Thank you for uh, being a loyal listener to this program. More importantly, thank you for donating once again to support the uh, great work at the Friendship Circle. It's just great, great stuff. All right, I, I got to share a couple of things with you. Obviously, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida says, yeah, that's it for me. I'm done for now. I'm going to go back. I got uh, another three years of being governor. Uh, is he done in the public life? Absolutely not. I am here to tell you absolutely, positively, no. Ron DeSantis has often been described, at least in recent history, as Donald Trump without all the warts. I've heard that expression from so many people. He's got the right policies. And and even though we were told, he's got a lousy personality, he doesn't. He's actually great in in groups that I've interacted with him at. Uh, But it just, this wasn't the time. And that's okay. There's, there, there's no shame in his game, as they say, right? He'll be back at another point, and it is time, quite frankly, for everybody to say, okay, good, bad, or indifferent, because there are plenty of people going, oh, I just don't like it. It's a, it's a rematch. It's a rerun. I've already seen this. Trump versus Biden. Biden versus Trump. All right, well, whatever. Think of it this way. The future of this nation is really, honestly, at stake. Is that okay with you? Because we can either win this time or we can bid farewell to the United States of America that we have known. And this is not some sort of hyperbolic statement. It really isn't. This is about freedom and liberty and not being beholden to uber-left-wingers who remind us on a regular basis that they hate us. Remind us on a regular basis that they are firmly convinced that we're idiots. It is getting closer and closer and closer and closer. We have an administration right now in D.C., that says girls who would like to compete against other girls are bad people. Bad, bad people. And they should somehow be punished. Bethany Hamilton, do you know who that is? Bethany Hamilton is a, um, a water skier. A surfer. If if you don't recall, is it, what is it, like 20 years ago? I think it's like 20 years ago. She was surfing, and she got attacked by a shark. You remember this story? And, and, and the shark ate her left arm. She continued to be a world-class surfer. So she was set to speak at something called the Oshkosh, Wisconsin Women's Fund's annual Power of the Purse event in May. But now there's a boycott that has been launched because she says women should compete against women. 
She said it is not fair for women to be competing against men. And because of that, she's a bad person. Now, she suggested something that is absolutely brilliant. It is so imbued with common sense that, my gosh, even I advocated this quite some time ago. She said, I personally think that the best solution would be to create a different division so that all can have a fair opportunity to showcase their passion and talent. In other words, there should be a female division, there should be a male division, and there should be a transgender division. It's exactly what the boxing community decided to do. Where they said, well, we can't possibly have men fighting women, regardless of how uh, one group uh, claims to be this group or the other group. We will have male boxers fighting male boxers, female boxers fighting female boxers, and the appropriate, quote, transgender boxers fighting other transgender boxers. Because it's fair. And it maintains the integrity of uh, boxing. So I don't know how it all works out there at Oshkosh. In all fairness, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, not exactly a hotbed of uh, world-class surfing, but this was about a little bit more than just the entire surfing thing. It was about supporting women, helping to raise money for women. And now there's a boycott that's been launched by guys who claim to be women. Try and figure that one out. I mean, it it, it, it just, pfft, I don't even know what to tell you anymore. I really don't. You saw the thing at the LPGA, what was it, in the next event, where a guy won a gal's golfing tournament and uh, is apparently one step closer to qualifying for the Ladies Professional Golf Association Tour. Well, why not just, you know, compete in the Professional Golfers Tour? And if there are no differences between men and women, why do you have an LPGA? That's what Senator Ted Cruz asked. Best question that we've heard in years, isn't it? And the other question, of course, would be, which tee boxes is is this guy going to be using when he plays in the ladies' tournament? Think about it. It is 415, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 422, Jeff Gass, News Radio, WRVA. Uh, just following up on the weather because I see the number 70. Uh, this Friday, we're looking at 70 degrees for the daytime high. And in fact, Wednesday, 60, Thursday, 66, Friday, 70. I will take any and all of those things. Yep. All right, um, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. That is the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line. Yeah. Uh, Jess, uh, Jeff, uh, this one comes in from 757. I think you should both agree that if you raise $20,000, you will have your head shaved and tattoo put on your head. Wow, there are a couple advantages of this. One is you can cover it up and it'll never show. The other is uh, shaving uh, your head on Facebook Live and having it tattooed. 
would probably draw lots of donations. Yep, it, it, it is possible. It is. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm limiting myself though. We're we're sticking at our ten and fifteen uh, grand. All right, uh, Jeff, you make so much sense. Why do I have to pay for a criminal to have free phone calls in prison? I didn't put him in prison. Why do I have to pay for his conveniences to speak with his family? Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm asking you. That's exactly what I'm asking you. God, life is turned upside down. The crux are getting all the perks at our expense. It's just so nuts. That's uh, Don from Chesterfield. You're absolutely correct, Don. It is absolutely nutty. This is crazy, but this is indeed the Virginia Democrat Party at work. This is what they're all about now. This, this is not the Virginia Democrat Party that uh, you might very well have known from some other time. This is a party that believes you, as a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, are a schmuck. And they want to take from you and give to, well, in this case, criminals. And you've got a 16-year convict over at the Virginia ACLU who talks about how nice it was to have a 15- or 20-minute respite period to chat with his family. Yeah, well, get in line there, pal. And I would like to know if the Virginia Democrats are going to make you and make me pay the phone bills for the criminals, can we also send our phone bills to those Virginia Democrats to pay? Or am I missing something here? Yeah. Oh, speaking of missing something, remember our not ready for uh, primetime Vice President Kamala Harris? Uh, she had a little, uh, a little fluff, a little uh, love uh, chat on uh, ABC News. Cut number two. Both Biden and Harris face negative approval ratings. And though some recent battleground state polls show Harris actually outperforming Biden in hypothetical matchups against Trump, both come up short to the former president. Harris, however, remains confident they will win this race. If it is Donald Trump, we've beat him before and we'll beat him again. But that confidence has even some top Democrats concerned, urging the campaign to be more aggressive. Why not go out and attack Donald Trump, go after his legal challenges? What are you guys waiting for? Well, let me just tell you something. I am of the school that you either run without an opponent or you run scared. (laughs) I have learned that to be a fact, and that is the way that I feel about any election. So absolutely not. You can't take anything for granted. And we have a duty, a responsibility to earn this reelect. That doesn't even make sense, but <laughs> it's Kamala Harris. So who the hell expected it to? Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., my buddy John Reed is going to be here. Please make sure you're listening to John. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 433. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Monday afternoon, and there is so much, so much that uh, you and I are dealing with. Make no mistake about that. Uh, including, you just heard it, uh, apparently record high numbers for the uh, the Wall Street folks. 38,000, that's, that's a big number. Uh, my friend Carl Carlson from Carlson Financial, of course, joins us each and every Monday afternoon. We talk about a wide variety of things, and uh, this, frankly, is one of the things Carl's got to talk about. Good, good, good afternoon, Carl. Hello, Jeff. Is this 
Good news, 38,000-plus in Wall Street uh, parlance? Uh, (laughs) All right. Is it bad news, news, Carl? (laughs) It's news. It's it's news. Okay, it's news. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. And it's not, uh, you know, it's uh, a bit of a gradual climb to the 38,000. It wasn't. With the Dow, it wasn't a skyrocket. Yeah, yeah. We weren't at 10,000 yeah. yesterday, so all right. Uh, right, all right. yeah. Okay, all right. So it's just kind of uh, humming along there. Does this do Puts anything? Pucking along. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, tomato, tomato, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> does, does this do anything for the Fed? Because, I, I, look, I, I can't read between the lines with the Fed, but... I thought they were talking about or thinking about or thinking about talking about cutting interest rates. What, what exactly is, is, is the, the play here? What do, you, what do you expect them to do? Yeah, I think the uh, part of what's driving the market up a little bit is, uh, and decently actually, mm-hmm. especially more on the side of the uh, S&P and the NASDAQ, probably okay. more than the Dow, but... Um, Interest rates coming back down and easing off a little bit uh, is driving some of this increase in stock prices currently. And when rates went up, we definitely saw the opposite happening back in 2022. Mm -hmm. And um, now I think we're seeing it. Carl? percent some say like from five percent to four percent right which is fairly significant okay and you know for a for a while it was for a a, quite a while before that it was hanging around one and a half or two yeah so to go from two to five was a big jump and then five now down to four with the Fed, I think uh, so. I hear a lot of the uh, analysts talking, thinking that the Fed's going to drop rates six times this year. Of course, the Fed is just saying three, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But that's still almost dropping at another percent. Right. So right. five down to four, down to three. That uh, that will help the economy. And raising those rates like that and so fast definitely slowed some things down. So how does it help help me? How does it help you? How does it help somebody who maybe is getting ready to retire? It's going to, it definitely will help people that are buying homes. Sure. That that, uh, mortgage payment will be way lower. So that'll be a big difference. Vehicles also kind of the same way. Uh, All these big companies, their debt will get considerably cheaper. So that kind of helps their bottom lines. Uh, For people that are going into retirement and uh, have money saved up and want money safe, they've been, they like these higher rates on CDs, you know, to Mm -hmm. see CDs at 5% when they were 1%. So, it just depends on which side which side you're on, if you're on the borrowing side or if you're on the 
now we now we're investing it and buying CD side of things. Yeah. You're not going to like the rates going back down. So you should really be trying to find some ways if you're more into that retirement zone. Find some ways to try to do it as much as you can towards locking in these rates while they're higher. All right, so and maybe try to get ten years. Okay, and, and that's what I was going to ask you. Now, remind everybody, Carl Carlson is joining us from Carlson Financial. So you know where I am and how many years this way, how many years that way. Uh, should I answer American Express when they say, Dear Mr. Katz, you can get a, uh, a checking account with us that pays 4.5 or, or 4.8%. Now's the time to lock that in uh, or, or get a CD that's paying 4.5%. Or do you need to be looking at retirement like, you know, coming up in a week? <laughs> uh, no, I would say it would be good to be trying to lock some of these rates in for 10 years Okay. And when you're more in that retirement zone. Interesting. And probably the best way to do that is through um, what's called a fixed annuity or mm-hmm. a fixed indexed annuity. Okay. That's the safe version of annuities. So when you put, when you Place your money, and the insurance companies are who sell annuities, and that's the only place you can get an annuity. But when you place your money, they have to take 87.5% of the money that you place with them and buy 10-year treasuries. Oh, okay. So for you, they're sort of now giving you a close to a lock-in of a Mm -hmm. 10-year rate there that's hard to get anywhere else now. If you, the best way to get those is through what's called a fixed indexed annuity, meaning that the rate of return you get is indexed to something like the S&P 500. Okay, okay. And when interest rates are higher, when they give you these indexes, so they'll let let your rate of return over a one-year period be tied to the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. So, but they won't if the S&P 500 over that year goes down, you can't lose money. So you won't go down, but you just won't make any money that year. Okay. So when over a year's period of time, when the, when the uh, S&P goes up, they're not going to give you all of the upside with zero downside on the S&P 500. So um, what they'll do is they'll put something like a cap on it. So, okay, however much the S&P 500 is up, you're going to get, you're going to get whatever it is up to 13%. Gotcha. Some okay. some sort of a top level. Right. And so, you know, we're seeing people right now who have had those products, that number's coming in 13%. If they one year ago picked up uh, that product with an S&P 500 capped at 13%, well, one year later, the S&P is up 23, 24 percent so you're hitting the caps you're getting the 13 percent so and uh those cat the way they the way they know how much they can cap it whether the cap is at 13 percent or caps three years ago were four percent jeez okay so and it's based on that 10-year treasury that they're buying gotcha okay so now is a great time to be locking that in all right. Well, uh, I know a guy, Carl. Is he locking it in for me? My guy? He is. Okay, yes, just checking. 
just, I just wanted to be sure. I mean, God help us if I'm the one calling you going, hey, by the way, I think we ought to lock this in. I, I wait for you to tell me we're locked in, you know. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Great, great time to be doing it. All right. So. Well, I want people to uh, to reach out to you, Carl. I talk uh, so nicely about you all the time. And, and then not even just when you're on the air, by the way. I mean, even when we're not chatting, I, I say nice things about you and your team because uh, <laughs> Heidi and I, of course, are, are counting on you. You've got a couple of dinners coming up. I mean, they're like next week. Do you have any seats at the table left? I think those, uh, if they are either full or really close to full. Yeah. So, okay. January 30th and 31st, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, jump on the phone, 844-CARLSON, and check. There may still be two to maybe two or four seats left. So, okay. right. um, yep, otherwise we got something rolling around in February. Excellent. All right. Well, do, do you know the details in February yet, or you want to wait till next week to break it? Uh, let's wait to, until next week to... to uh, break it out i think it's a buckhead so oh nice but the anticipation builds i love it uh carl <laughs> uh advice for you lock it in baby lock it in at 13 percent, and then uh we'll, we'll all be cruising somewhere soon enough uh i love it carl i always appreciate you being here my friend that is carl carlson from carlson financial 844 carlson uh maybe a seat or two for next week's dinner uh, just give them a call. You'll find out uh, one way or the other. 844-CARLSON, 844-CARLSON. I've got a sneaking suspicion that if it is filled up and they say, hey, we don't have room uh, for next week's dinner, they'll probably put you right at the head of the list for the February events, which apparently are going to be over at uh, Buckhead's, which I, I just I, I love Buckhead's. I think it's uh, just a classic, classic steakhouse and one of the best that uh, Central Virginia has to offer. So again, 844-CARLSON, 844-CARLSON, or carlsonfinancial.com. You can go right to that website, get signed up as well, carlsonfinancial.com. 444, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. RVA. It is Monday. Oh, it absolutely is Monday. Uh, tomorrow uh, is the actual official first presidential primary election. Of course, it takes place in New Hampshire at midnight tonight. Or midnight tomorrow. Well, you know, at 12.01 tomorrow, uh, the people in Docks, uh, uh, Dixville Notch will vote up in New Hampshire. They are always the first community to vote it's just a thing and it has been a thing for a long 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 time uh the only contest though you know is on the republican side and it's former president donald trump and former south carolina governor nikki haley uh, joe biden's not on the ballot isn't that weird yeah, come on man i know well not my fault it's your fault you big dope uh, you you decided that uh, it was better to pretend that South Carolina was more important. And again, you know, I don't know. I, what do I know? I don't. Uh, I don't make these sorts of decisions. But uh, it sure as heck is looking like it's a it's a rematch, right? Uh, pretty clear that it's a rematch. Yeah, absolutely, it is. I have a tiny little snippet here, and just enough time to do it. I will remind you. 
I watch MSNBC so that you don't have to. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's all right. Not to worry. You're welcome. Uh, this is the uh, the Joy Reid freakout. Joy Reid apparently made a mistake. She had a conservative on her show, and uh, uh, she wasn't happy about it. Cut number three. Saw what some of the content was in the books. I mean, explicit graphic sexual content and i'm happy to talk about some of that content if you if you'd like to well this is the question again the books that are being banned i want to give you just no a, books hold, are on, being banned. No, hold on a second well no joy but i want to be clear uh-huh. no one's banning books write the book print the book publish the book put the book in the public library sell the book right uh we're talking about a public school library children mm-hmm. don't have unfettered access to the internet at school mm-hmm. i did a, a foia records request and and, and I wanted to see what kinds of internet sites are banned in schools, if we're going to talk about banning, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the subject matter in the books that moms are concerned about are the same things that kids don't have access to on the internet. So it, it just feels very hypocritical, right? No, why is no one out there protesting for, you know, free the internet in schools? <laughs> Who booked her? Why is she here? <laughs> You're not supposed to book people with whom I disagree. Uh, By the way, that uh, mom for liberty right there, Tiffany Justice, she's telling the truth. There are no books that are banned, uh, despite some of the pinhead signs I see in the town of Ashland. There are no books that are banned. There are restrictions on certain books in school libraries. In exactly the same way, exactly the same way as there are restrictions on Internet access from school computers. Nothing outrageous or different at all. Congratulations to my friend uh, Gary Hess. You know, he became a grandpop again. Yep. Grandchild number three. Tomorrow morning, my buddy John Reed will be here at 6. Make sure you're listening. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.